0: on the Hello and welcome to Haunted Hometowns, your weekly true crime paranormal podcast. My name is Blake Lambert-Hack, and this season I will be covering deaths and hauntings in Salem, Massachusetts, with a different special guest every week. Tonight I am joined by a longtime friend, (laughs) someone who's been in education, and have you done any acting lately?
1: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Well, she's a great actor. Oh. Bethany LaLoren. Woo! Thanks for joining me.
1: Absolutely. It's a pleasure.
0: Okay, Bethany, how would you describe a ghost?
1: Ooh. See, I think of a ghost as someone who is kind of stuck between here and whatever there is. Okay. So there can be friendly ghosts if they just want to kind of stick around, check on their business or their old house or whatever but then also very unfriendly ghosts who can really do some damage i i totally believe in ghosts okay my husband would be rolling his eyes at this but i am all about it i think they're real super freaky love this kind of stuff he doesn't
0: believe in ghosts
1: no he doesn't he he has an explanation for every creepy story and haunting story and he'll probably listen to this gotcha. and be very disappointed at me, but I eat it up. I think well, it's legit.
0: The paranormal part of this episode will feed right into him, oh, so good. he'll love that. <laughs> but uh, that's for later. Do you know much about Salem, Massachusetts?
1: All I know is the Salem Witch Trials, right? And that honestly ends what I know about Salem, Massachusetts.
0: <laughs> that's her. That's like been the general consensus mm-hmm. about Salem. It's like everybody knows about the Salem Mass- or Salem Witch Trials, mm-hmm. which, as you should, mm-hmm. uh, but not much else. And that's kind of why I wanted to do the season on Salem, because I did spend a-, a chunk of it on the Salem Witch Trials, because it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of other stories that went on. So mm-hmm. tonight, we're going to discuss the disappearance of Martha Brailsford.
1: All right.
0: Okay. On July 12th, 1991, Martha Brailsford went sailing in Massachusetts Bay. She was gone all day. However, Martha never returned home. So, is she alive? Is she dead?
1: Who knows? Was she alone?
0: Well, let's figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta take it back. So, like, Martha Brailsford was born in 1954. And moved to Salem in the 80s. She was actually a descendant of someone who was one of the founders of Salem. That's kind of why she moved to Salem, trying to get, like, back to her roots Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. She met her husband, Brian, in Salem. He was a ferry captain. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, since Salem sits on the ocean, captains are common in Salem. (laughs) But it's weird to hear, like... Being in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. Her husband was a captain. I don't know any captains. Yeah. No, definitely not. (laughs) They had been married nine years when Martha disappeared. That same night, Brian woke up late around, I think, midnight. Okay. And noticed that his wife hadn't come home. He decided to call the police just to be safe, though he wasn't too worried at this point.
1: Okay.
0: The police said they would keep a lookout for her. And when they checked the hospitals in Salem, no one by Martha Brailsford had checked in to any of the hospitals, any of the doctors, nothing. Brian decided his next move should be contacting Martha's twin sister, Muriel. Muriel said she spoke to Martha earlier in the day before her daily walk, but hadn't heard from her since then. So at this point, Martha took a walk as she does every day with her dog Okay. earlier in the day. Is she
1: an older lady at this point?
0: I think they're like middle age. Okay, okay. So 54, 91. That just helps me like 40 visualize, visualize yeah, yeah, yeah. who Martha is. For sure. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> so while Mariel makes her way to Salem, because obviously her sister's missing, so she's yeah. making the trek to Salem... Brian, her husband, takes it upon himself to retrace Martha's steps. Mm -hmm. He checked the park that she always takes a walk at. He checked the beaches and anywhere else he could think of. He searched for eight hours through the night. Mm -hmm. And when he didn't find her, any signs of her, he headed to the police. And I think it's like around 8 a.m. he heads to the police. They told him he couldn't file a missing persons because it hadn't been long enough. Oh, yeah which I will never understand.
1: We all know that from TV. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And, like, I tried looking out that law to see if that's, like, a real thing. Yeah, is that real? (laughs) I can't find it anywhere.
1: Okay. So,
0: I don't know if... So,
1: like, CSI made that up or something.
0: (laughs) If anyone's listening and actually knows if that's a real thing. (laughs) Because everything I've learned is, like, they nudge you not to make a report. Okay. But they can't. Tell you not to make a report.
1: They can't deny you report right. access.
0: Right. Maybe that varies depending on what county you're in, or something yeah. Like that, yeah. but yeah, they. I guess they told him that he couldn't make a report because it hadn't been long enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she didn't turn up days later, the Ooh. police really got involved. Okay. So, of course, the first suspect of Martha's is.
1: The husband
0: Brian yes absolutely or,
1: or Marilyn because
0: Mariel Mariel there we go <laughs> her twin, sister twin
1: sister stuff could get really really dramatic that's true there could be a lot of jealousy there
0: is it Mariel is it Martha I don't know
1: Mariel <laughs> and Brian could have had a secret affair and look at you work together I hope I'm not ruining the end of your story
0: <laughs> no but you're right Brian is absolutely the first suspect yes
1: always the husband always the
0: husband he claimed there weren't any problems with their marriage.
1: Of course. He's not going to admit
0: that. Of course. <laughs> uh, he said no one was cheating and there weren't any major arguments. In the midst of the investigation, a neighbor of Martha's and Brian's came forward saying that she saw Martha going sailing with another neighbor of theirs.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: Right. So this is a man named Tom Mayo. I always pronounce his last, or his last name wrong. Maimani, okay. Tom Maimani.
1: Tom Maimani. That's
0: how it's pronounced now.
1: All right. You don't <laughs> go sailing with some other rando dude when you have a husband sleeping at home. It's a little sketchy <laughs> it's for pretty sure. Pretty
0: sketchy. <laughs> he Tom was new in town and didn't know many people in the area, so Martha, being a nice neighbor, mm, a little would... too nice, <laughs> <laughs> she would take her dog for a walk with Tom. Okay. And Tom's dog, so. Yeah. They would meet up and go every day. Or, I don't think they met up every day, but they took their dogs for a walk at least a couple times a week. Okay. During the investigation, the police learned that Tom's wife had died of cancer and that he was a scientist. Mm. When the cops went to the docks, they found Tom tying up his sailboat. And when questioned, Tom claimed he never went sailing with Martha, even though that's what the... Other neighbors said that Tom and Martha went sailing. He said that didn't happen. And in fact, their only communication was when they were walking their dogs together.
1: Interesting.
0: The cops are immediately suspicious because people said they saw the two sailing together, of course. Yeah. So to flat out deny something.
1: Yes. Tom is now sketchy as well.
0: Right. Exactly. Martha's family and friends were searching for her while the investigation was underway they took their boats up and down the shore, hop hoping that Martha had swam to shore, mm-hmm. or was still alive, like maybe in the ocean, holding Ugh. on to something. You yeah, know, it'd be
1: so sad. Did you l- just imagine look for that? It. Yeah, just knowing, like, what if I see my loved one's body? I can't.
0: I watch those movies where people like their shipwrecks uh-huh. and they're like floating on the sea for like months on end. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like Castaway.
0: Horrible. Yeah. I would hate to be like bobbing in the ocean for months.
1: I feel like I would just give up. I don't know. Maybe not though. Maybe something inside of you is like, no, we will not give up. We will I guess keep that's bobbing true. forever until we're found.
0: That's true. Or know. we're eaten. <laughs> or <laughs> we're
1: eaten. <laughs>
0: no, that's a good. Yeah, I think it is just just like, a uh, human nature instinctual. To, yeah, yeah,
1: try to just keep on holding on forever.
0: But that sounds awful. Oh martha but i love boating boating i love boating yeah (laughs) who doesn't love a yacht (laughs) that's
1: very true or pontoon i like having (sighs) drinks on a pontoon
0: i love water skiing
1: can you water ski? I can't, yeah. Mm, I love water That skiing. is something I really wish my body knew how to do, and <laughs> it super doesn't.
0: I think you could learn, though. It's not a-
1: It's pretty hard to learn. <laughs> once you get to our age, it's kind of like you have to eat it a million times as a kid and be fearless, because kids just don't get hurt. That's
0: fair. But when
1: you're like 27 and take a nose dive into the water <laughs> and hit your head with the freaking ski thing... You're like, I'm done. What's the point of this? This is Fair. no longer fun for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did learn. I learned when I was like in high school. Okay. Um, the first time I went to learn, I couldn't get up. Yeah. But I got up the second time, like a year later. Yeah. I got up the second time I tried. And one, it's like, again, riding a bike. It's like once you do it once.
1: You just, your body knows yeah, how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like a muscle
0: memory mm-hmm. thing. Though... Kind of like you were saying, there was this one time I was like, I'm going to be adventurous. Yeah, and yeah. I went to go over the wake.
1: Oh, and never go over the wake.
0: Blake. It was fine for a little bit, but then the boat turned and mm-hmm. it like kind of, I don't want to say it whiplashed me. It was just like, it got faster okay. than I was like ready for it. Yeah. And so I couldn't hold on. And as I let go, the ski did come across and hit me in my shin. <laughs> um, but I got up and did it again. Okay. As if nothing was wrong. And then I got on the boat and I had like a huge gash in my shin. Oh my gosh. And it was like the biggest bruise I've ever had in my entire yeah, life. Yeah,
1: I would just at that point be like, this is no longer fun. If I'm in physical pain, I'm not having fun anymore. I will sit on the boat and watch the other person ski.
0: It is a lot of hard work. I am yes yeah. It's like tiring. Gross. But... It's fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Martha was skiing. So,
0: <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's the story. They were going up and down the shore. Yeah. They saw her skiing. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> she got hurt because of the wake.
0: No, they were searching her in the ocean, but after five days of her missing, like things weren't looking good. Mm-hmm. The police chose an odd investigation tactic, mm. and this is what we're going to be talking about a little bit later. But when in Salem, do is the Salems, do For sure.
1: It's the Salems. <laughs> Salems. Salem
0: Knights. What, what do you call Salem-ites? them? Salemites. Salemites. That's yeah, what we're going to call Salem-ites, them. Salemites. Perfect. Uh, the police went to get the help of a witch. Oh,
1: no. In 1991. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this already. I should move to Salem.
0: Become a witch in Salem? Become a witch. <laughs> They were hoping that, like, the Salem witch could help them narrow the search for Martha. They weren't mm-hmm. expecting her to, like, solve the crime. Yeah. They were just desperate for any kind of help. Okay. Um, The witch they sought help from was the well-known Lori Cabot. Lori is the high priestess of the Salem coven. No. So she's, like, up there. Whoa. She's important. And
1: there's still a coven in Oh, my God, yes, yes. Is it, like, the biggest, like, the, like, motherlode coven (laughs) of the United States? I don't think
0: it's, like, the biggest, but it's one of the more important. It's prestigious. Prestigious. It's It's a prestigious coven.
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) So this lady's a big deal.
0: Very much so. She, uh, Lori makes it very clear that her coven does not dabble in anything evil. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. For it's sure. It's not their thing. But uh in fact it's grounded in faith. Like it's like their religion. Okay. And like helping people. And so Lori is known for her psychic abilities that have helped police solve more than one crime.
1: Oh, so the police go to this coven to right. help with their
0: it, Lori specifically. Okay, Lori specifically. Yeah, 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 uh and this is the disappearance of Martha was Lori's first police case. Oh. With like, that she worked on to help uh-huh. solve the case. So, Lori's vision was of Martha in the water, and then a man was the reason that she was drowning. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I made that way simpler than what probably went on, mm-hmm. but that was the gist of it.
1: There was a mysterious man.
0: Right, and Lori is part of the still in the water. Okay. Yeah. And she's saying, because she's still in the water, that Lori's, Lori died, and she died okay. from she drowning. Die. okay as far as we know yeah she's dead yeah she's been missing for a long time yeah and this witch just said she died of drowning
1: yes okay so so far <laughs> this makes sense that this witch if she wasn't a real witch could just kind of figure that right it was a boating accident therefore she
0: drowned right <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, what well, yeah but
1: yeah for sure for sure <laughs> she's super psychic
0: um Obviously, Lori couldn't tell who the man was. Yes, yes. Or if Martha was still alive. But it gave the police, like, a firm direction to take their case. Mm. In their minds, you know, it's oh, she's in the water. We got to keep looking in the, in the water. water instead of changing our course some other yeah. route. And I think it also gave them as, like, Tom as, like, the lead suspect instead of Brian. Okay. Because they went sailing together. It's yes, like,
1: and then Tom lied about it. And that's right. pretty sketch very much so where were the dogs do they get involved in the story
0: i vaguely remember reading something about okay. her dog being at home and mm. then a neighbor saw it in the house okay
1: i just want to make sure the dog yeah the drown. dogs are
0: fine the dogs are alive and well <laughs> good, good or were at this time yeah they're yeah doing great. who knows now <laughs> that
1: was years ago yeah over
0: 20 years ago <laughs> probably dead um They headed so the police headed to Tom's house for more questioning after Mm -hmm. they met with Lori. When they knocked on the door, Tom's wife Patty answered the door.
1: Wait, I thought Tom didn't have
0: a wife. They he said her wife, or he said his wife died. That's right.
1: What? Aren't these like neighbor friends? Yeah. (laughs) So like, how do they not know about Patty?
0: that's a good question. Okay,
1: weird neighborhood. I think
0: it's because maybe because he just moved to town. Okay. So they haven't really... Maybe they don't know that they're married. Okay. Like they've seen her about, but they that, don't know.
1: That's my that cleaning lady. Okay. Right, something. Yeah, yeah. Come but,
0: on, uh, So now that they know that <laughs> Patty's alive, they yeah. know that he lied about her dying of cancer. For sure. So after being caught in the lie about his wife being dead, Tom finally admitted that Martha was on the boat. Okay. However, he... Said after they went sailing, he dropped Martha off on an island called Winter Island, which wasn't that far from her house. Like she could have walked home,
1: like from an island.
0: Yeah, because there's like uh, Bridget. Like, oh, the, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's Modern n- technology, Bridget. <laughs> it's not like Hawaii, where it's okay. like in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a off, like yeah, like maybe a creek separates the. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Uh, but she could have walked home from. This island that he claims that he dropped her off at.
1: Okay.
0: He also doesn't give a reason why he didn't just drop her off at the docks or like where they took off. Yeah. Right. Or
1: like why would he lie about it?
0: Anything would be great at this point.
1: (laughs) Oh, Tom.
0: Uh, So the police refused to buy the story for many reasons. Yes,
1: yes. It's a bad story.
0: Because not only could she have walked home from there, but friends and family and police have all looked, they looked top to bottom of that island several times. Okay. So they didn't see her at all. So mm-hmm. still things are adding up and Tom is suspect number 1. Obviously. The investigation leads to another woman, a neighbor of Tom, Rosemary Farmer.
1: Wow. What is with all these neighbors and their like old people <laughs> names and their creepy vibes? <laughs>
0: creepy vibes. Rosemary, Rosemary Farmer and Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary claimed that she had been sa- she had been on several sailing trips with Tom in the oh, past. Oh
1: Tom, Tom, Tom. The
0: last time she went with him, he began hitting on her. Of course. And not just hitting on her, but it became violent. Whoa. When
1: Tom's dark.
0: Oh yeah. So they kind of describe him as being almost like a Jekyll High personality. Okay. Like, he's this fun-loving, handsome, smart, lovable mm-hmm. guy but then when he makes advances and you turn him down mm. he becomes like it's like a, a snap like he... okay
1: dude's got some mommy issues for oh, sure 100 oh man <laughs>
0: i'm sure <laughs> uh but yeah so the same thing happened to like rosemary turned him down yeah he became violent yes uh but he dropped her off at shore and they never saw each other again. Okay. So after hearing about Martha's disappearance, Rosemary felt like she needed to tell the police.
1: Yes, about the situation. The
0: right thing to do. For sure. <laughs> after a week of no solid evidence, everyone's hopes of finding Martha were fleeting.
1: Yeah.
0: Most cases never proceed through the courts if there isn't a body. Okay, wow. So, so it just
1: kind of ends and Right. Whoa. And that's
0: the hard part. It's like, if there's no... Body, There's really yeah. no physical evidence. They so can't it's prove all, that
1: Martha didn't just run away.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's all very circumstantial. So especially in this instance when there, again, isn't any physical evidence at mm-hmm. all. Like that's just hearsay. It's like these neighbors being like, yeah, we saw her on the boat. Well, there's no proof that she was ever on the boat. And that's oh. the hard part. Well,
1: it'd be hard to find a body in the ocean too. Yes. Like that would take such a long time.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Eventually,
1: it's got to wash up somewhere.
0: If it's not weighed down, yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Though it's like the currents are so strong, too, that Uh she could be, like, after a week, she could be long washed away. She could be in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's where all the bodies wash (laughs) Yeah,
1: they wash you up on the Irish shores. Absolutely. I've been to Ireland. There's so many dead bodies. That, that
0: would be Ireland. hilarious <laughs> as, like, a dark comedy for a TV show. Yes. It's just, like... <laughs>
1: just the dead bodies from American violence, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so, uh, right. So, like, all we have right now is hearsay, Tom saying he dropped her off after they went sailing, mm-hmm. and a psychic witch who said a man attacked Martha... And that she was in the water.
1: Okay, oh, yeah. I'm not buying this whole psychic witch thing. It's like, <laughs> hey. it's pretty obvious there's a dude involved and she drowned. That is, that's not very helpful, Blake.
0: <laughs> okay, so. I should,
1: I should not offend the coven in case they're say... listening. <laughs> don't piss off the witches. Yeah, I don't want to piss off the the most prestigious coven in, in all the land. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so.
0: This is when things are about to change. A lobster man.
1: Oh, I'm so, a lobster man. Yes. Okay, so like a lobster fisher. Yes. Okay, not I what I pictured in my head. <laughs> pictured a man in a lobster costume, definitely. Fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a fisherman, a lobster man. A lobster man. Yes.
1: Much harder than being a fisherman. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Hard to come by. That's why they're so expensive. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> they uh, He was, or as a pair of them, they were collecting traps off Marblehead, which is on their island. It's like okay. 10 minutes from Salem. And when they pulled the trap out of the water, they saw a leg was hooked to the
1: trap. Oh, gross.
0: Yes. They kept pulling and brought the body onto their boat. Oh, no.
1: Can you imagine... That it would be bloated and yes. they... disgusting, and I feel like I would just like leave the trap in the water and call the police and be like, "I do not want to have this engraved in my memory of pulling a body by the ankle out of the yeah. water."
0: And you know, they talk about like the smell of dead body and stuff like that
1: oh. on
0: your boat.
1: Oh, I mean, but lobstermen probably have seen a lot of things. It's true, so they are kind of the ideal candidates for finding dead bodies because. They see a, hard a lot job. of dead lobsters. I see a lot of dead lobsters, and it's, like, the same thing.
0: I could not imagine finding a dead body at all. No. Like, I don't know what I would do. I think I'd just be in shock. Yeah. I don't...
1: But we're, like, soft kids from the burbs, Like, right? Like, these are lobster men. Like... You're right. They've seen some they've shit. They've seen some shit. We know that to be true. You're right. You're
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> So when they got to shore, they obviously called the police. The body was almost completely skeletal remains at this point. Oof. It was, lack of a better word, it was unrecognizable. Yeah. But the biggest clue was that the body had an anchor and weight belt tied mm. around it. Um. The police sent the intact teeth to be identified mm-hmm. by a dentist And they did come back to being Martha Brailsford.
1: Of course.
0: Of course. I wouldn't bring up a random dead body. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was a different
1: dead body. (laughs)
0: Now we have a double homicide. No, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's always fascinating to me when people can be identified by teeth.
1: That is a weird thing. I, I mean, they say, like that i've definitely heard that from you know gray's anatomy and other yeah other tv shows but <laughs>
0: forensic files
1: yes it is it's a weird thought
0: i know like everyone's teeth are different i just don't necessarily know the science behind it and how you get a ske- skeletal remains or like yeah. what's left of yeah. a body that's been in the ocean for over a week or at least a week like you said, bloated. I'm sure fish or something have gotten to the body at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it's just and not... eaten some
1: parts. When I feel like your teeth don't decay.
0: Or it takes them a long time yeah. to decay. Yeah.
1: I don't even know if teeth ever would fully decay. So I guess they can just pull DNA from the teeth.
0: That's a good question.
1: Yeah, like what it is about teeth. Because it's not like everyone, like the way you get fingerprinted, not everyone gets like a teeth molding done. Like you only right. do that at the orthodontist. <laughs> like that's not like a normal thing. Right. So I wonder if it's just like the they can pull strands of DNA from the teeth because they're not as decayed as other parts of right. the body.
0: If you're a dentist listening, email me. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> so... The anchor and weight belt being tied around Martha's body was enough for the police to receive an arrest warrant. For sure. For Tom.
1: Yes, foul play.
0: Yes. But when they raided his house, Tom wasn't there. Oh. When his wife Patty was questioned. Yeah, what
1: about Patty?
0: The police found out that Tom had been lying about everything.
1: Classic (laughs) Tom. Yeah. He
0: was never in the military. He mm-hmm. didn't have a PhD.
1: His name was not Tom.
0: <laughs> his name was Tom. Uh, okay. That would have been a good lie, though. His name was Thomas. No. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, in fact, had been married. Okay. He was married four times. Okay. And his second wife did have cancer, but she didn't die.
1: Mm-hmm. She survived.
0: So that was also a lie.
1: Four marriages.
0: Yes. That's, that's a lot. That's a before. Yeah. Even though Tom had disappeared without a trace, the cops got a break two days later when a man in Maine called the police about a strange car being parked overnight where it shouldn't have been. Yeah, Tom was arrested for, So he was
1: in the car.
0: He was in the car. Yeah, okay. he was. A, he was arrested for attempted burglary. Though he burglary. said he, that he was just broke and he just needed a good night's sleep. So he's kind of like breaking into this cabin or something just to so like sleep he, for the night
1: okay so he parked his car in front of some dude's cabin right snuck into the cabin he
0: was trying to sneak into the cabin oh, okay. Right. okay and the
1: guy called the police right when really he was just like freaking out knew he was in big trouble so trying to flee and find a place to sleep right okay
0: okay Right, so the police in Manor just arrested him for burglary, right? They know yes. nothing about anything. that's Oh, okay, okay. They don't know Salem. that there's
1: like a warrant out for his arrest. Not in at this point, in Mass- Massachusetts. No, not okay. yet.
0: They're just like this guy is being weird. Yeah, he's a
1: shady guy, right?
0: So they fingerprinted him okay. and ran through the system, and that's when they saw that he was wanted in Salem. Mm. So they sent him back to Salem. And Tom's trial began in February
1: 1993. Okay. So two years later.
0: Yes. Whoa. In February, it's almost been 30 years. Wow. To the day. To the day. (laughs) Tom's story, his recounting of things, Okay. was that when they were out sailing, Martha and Tom, on the boat... The boat was hit by a rogue wave.
1: Mm, What's a rogue wave? (laughs) Explain that to me, Blake.
0: (laughs) So, rogue waves are real, and I've seen videos of them. This is legitimate. But the videos I've seen of rogue Mm -hmm. waves are, like, huge. And they do come out of nowhere. Okay. It's, like, a very sudden thing that's not called, like, it just happens. Okay. Um, But it's almost like, I don't call it a tsunami because tsunamis are huge. Yeah, yeah. It's bigger than just like a
1: regular wave.
0: Than like what you see in Lake Michigan, you know. Okay. It's like, Wait,
1: everything's bigger than what you see in <laughs> Michigan.
0: <laughs> it's just like I don't want people to think that this rogue wave is just like a small little wave that would like rock the boat, like, like
1: it could flip a boat.
0: Rogue waves are yeah, are okay. usually big enough to flip a boat. Is they it come caused
1: by air. like like tectonic shifts, or what are the causes? I by? think it's
0: like different. Different reasoning, okay. so it could be tectonic shifts, it could be like you know, how like that volcano that erupted recently underwater yes. and sent it out waves like oh, that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, so yeah, he's claiming this rogue wave, rogue wave showed up out of nowhere, okay, off the Massachusetts Bay. Did
1: our lobster friends also encounter? <laughs> said rogue wave
0: that's an excellent question thank you we'll get into that in a second oh, so good. he claimed that the rogue wave knocked martha off the boat yeah the boat stayed upright okay. but martha got knocked martha off martha again boat.
1: and she twisted up in some <laughs> <laughs> some
0: weights at
1: the same time super total bummer for
0: martha <laughs> so she's knocked off the boat and drowns yeah uh, he claimed that he tried desperately to save her, For sure. and brought her body back in the boat after she died mm-hmm. uh, from drowning, and tried giving her CPR, but it was too late; she had died already. The at, so his I in, so he tried saving her, and then he panicked because he mm-hmm. was afraid people th- would think poorly.
1: Yeah, that he killed her.
0: Right. So he wrapped an anchor and weight belt around her, and then oh like,
1: yeah, great idea. Dropped her right. Yeah.
0: Um. The prosecution pointed out that nowhere did anyone say the weather was poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's actually logs of how calm the water was that day.
1: Okay, I was gonna say that's clearly something that people look into. Yeah. In a fishing community, they
0: would. Absolutely. Yeah. Have yeah, there's literal logged. logs that are like, it was very st- still. Yeah. It was a beautiful day.
1: The guys <laughs> dressed in lobster costumes were like, I don't remember that. No.
0: Prime lobster. Yeah. Prime (laughs) prime lobster day. They theorize. The prosecution theorized that when Martha turned down the advances of Tom. Mm -hmm. He became angry and was afraid that Martha would tell people what he did. That he's a creep. Right. So he knocked her out. Tied weights around her and threw her overboard. Wow. No matter what the defense did. They couldn't spin the story enough to save Tom, and he was yeah. sentenced to life in prison.
1: Wow.
0: So, this is where things get a little interesting. Okay. Of Does co- the
1: witch come back at any point?
0: We'll talk about her. Oh, so yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Tom has made several attempts to get out of prison. Yes. He has written the court to try and convince them that he was wrongfully convicted. hmm He's written them at least five times okay. since 2000. Okay. He's still pushing the idea that a random wave struck yeah. the boat Just and marked the over with. Yeah, yeah. When he got her back on board, he tried to revive her, but was out of luck and tied an anchor weight to her, thinking no one would believe him. And guess what, Tom? We don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what? What? <laughs>
0: He also has stated that using witch and psychic Lori was mm-hmm. a s- set up by the police to frame him. Okay, I don't see how that's the case. No, because
1: the witch didn't even say like, "Oh, it was tall."
0: Right, exactly. She
1: said, "Man," and she drowned.
0: Yeah, he. Didn't, she didn't even like go to a police lineup and was like, "That man." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she was just like, "Yeah, man, did it." He also claimed that. The women coming aboard his boat and claiming he sexually assaulted them Mm -hmm. was manufactured.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Of course you can
1: say that. Classic Me Too kind of vibe. Very
0: much so. And Rosemary wasn't the only person. I think he did this to like... Okay, there were other ones. I think there were three other women before Martha.
1: So like Ethel, Gertrude, and Gladys. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going on theme here.
0: If we're staying in the age range. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and they all claimed that he did advance, big advances. Okay. Some obviously said he was more harsh than others. Yeah. Things like that. But they all
1: knew he tried to get with them. And right. when they denied him, he got pissed. Right.
0: Okay. It just happened that Martha was the one that he murdered instead yeah. of Instead of Ethel Gertrude or
1: Gladys. Right. Or yeah. Rosemary. That's my great aunt's <laughs> actual real name, Blake. Ethel Gertrude Gladys Shriner.
0: That's an amazing Yeah, name. her initials
1: <laughs> spell eggs, <laughs> which is pretty cool. She goes by
0: Trudy. That's so funny. <laughs> I think the only, like, stereotypical, my grandma's name is Marilyn, but okay. I don't know. I mean, it's like.
1: Yeah, it's like fairly like, Catholic old school vibes. Right. Yeah.
0: Her sisters, though, oh, they're 10 and, like, 12 or 13 years older than her. Okay. One's Ruth.
1: Ruth, classic.
0: The other one's Uteen.
1: Uteen! I've never heard that no of name. No one ever has. Uteen!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a fun name?
1: That Uteen. I, yeah, I, I don't like it. Their
0: main name was Joe, so it was Uteen Joe's.
1: Uteen Joe's. Uteen is really interesting. Yeah.
0: U T E E N, I believe.
1: Okay, I was gonna ask, how do you spell Uteen? Yeah. yeah as nice. you think <laughs> yeah I feel like the only like really pretty old lady name is Adelaide I think that's oh, a really nice name pretty. where most old lady names are just like old lady names yeah. but Adelaide is like ooh I like that
0: yeah anytime I think of Ruth though, I always think of friends when they're trying to name their baby and Ross is like how about Ruth And Jen, uh, Jen Francis. And and Jen. (laughs) And Jen. (laughs) She's like, oh, yeah, we'll have a little baby Ruth. And it's like, no, a baby Ruth. Yeah, it's not.
1: See, I just think of Ozark now, which I feel like forever people are going to think of Ozark when you hear the name Ruth.
0: A Ruth comeback, maybe, because of Ozark. (laughs)
1: Probably. It's going to come back big.
0: Okay, so, (laughs) obviously, Tom is a victim blamer. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, a liar.
1: Tom sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. The police have so much that they need to improve on. Yes. Of course. Clearly,
1: if the first people they go to is is a witch for help. 100%.
0: And, of course, I don't support the current state of the police department in this country. Yes. However, I am on their side in this story. Okay. What they do... Obviously, Martha didn't tie the anchor on herself. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just reading what I wrote like days ago. And it's so <laughs> uh, I wrote <laughs> Martha didn't tie the anchor on herself and Moana didn't summon one singular wave to
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: knock over Tom's boat. Um, yes. But Tom was denied all of his appeals. Okay. for sure, And denied parole every single time. And in 2017, Tom died from <gasps> a chronic illness.
1: Wow, so Tom's gone.
0: Tom's gone. Uh, they didn't say what he died from, but yeah, he, I was died... Ask he died. What
1: he die of?
0: no idea. They just had a chronic illness. In jail? Yeah. Or in prison? Yeah. He was 72 and died in prison. Whoa. That's so sad. He was a liar from the start to the end.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, Tom. I feel like they should make, like, a mini-series out of this. That'd be cool. That would be super
0: cool. I was only able to find, like, one... Like docuseries where one episode was about this. Yeah, yeah. But it's not even like a well known docuseries. Okay. It's something I've never heard of before. And uh-huh. it's just like really cheesy reenactments uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then there's been a couple podcasts that have gone over it. Okay. But yeah, it's not very well known. It's yeah. It's one of the smaller crimes that people focus on but only
1: people in salem now it's like a local crime right a local (laughs) yeah yeah for sure in this weird neighborhood of old ladies
0: (laughs) only old ladies in town
1: exclusively and brian (laughs) brian brian has his pick now
0: (laughs) now he can be with muriel
1: yes what i've thought from the beginning
0: (laughs) so we're gonna take a quick break be careful who you go on a boat with for sure It's one of those situations where it sounds fun, but like, and it absolutely can be. But once you're away from shore, you're kind of like stuck.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's pretty weird to go on a boat with some dude when you're like married to someone else. That's fair too. You don't know them well. And your dogs are friends.
0: And it's just so
1: much murdery stuff could happen in that scenario. Right. That like, why would you even go there?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's. I don't want to bring up 9-11, but it's like when you're in a plane, you're stuck. There's nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. And we don't think about it because it's such a, like, great way of travel. uh uh-huh.
1: It's so normalized. Right. Uh-huh.
0: But, yeah, when you're in a situation like that with nowhere to go, it's hard to... I mean, I... One of her options is to jump off the boat, but yeah, you're in the you're fucking in the ocean. ocean.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're used to just, like, coasting along Lake Michigan right. or, like, Lake Managua. Like, these tiny little lakes all over here, but the ocean is a different game.
0: People have died in Lake Michigan. Yeah, Like, that's I just true. can't even... Like, boats have sank in Lake, yeah. Lake Michigan. So, I I don't know. I don't know if that's the right... App. And, I, and I didn't say how far offshore they were. Okay. So, that's the other hard part, but... I feel for Martha. Yeah,
1: me too.
0: On the flip side, men stop being disgusting. Yeah. That's the real lesson. Men that's stopping like... a bunch of
1: toms, doing your creepy Tom stuff. Don't sure. be a Tom. Don't be a Tom. <laughs> Moral of the story.
0: We'll be right back. <laughs> We are back to get into some paranormal shit. <laughs> I'm going to take a moment to talk about Lori Cabot, mm. our psychic witch.
1: Oh, back to Lori.
0: Just so we know a little bit about her. She was born in 1933 and moved to the Boston area when she was a teen.
1: Whoa, so she was super old.
0: Yeah, when this happened, yeah. for sure. Um, she was... 60-something?
1: Oh, not that old. <laughs> Normal old. I mean,
0: like, today... <laughs>
1: yeah. If she's still around, she would be...
0: She's still alive. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's that's in my... She's in her 80s. That's yeah. my
1: grandma's age, so yeah. actually, I took that back. Not as weirdly <laughs> old as I was imagining. Just like... Yeah, but, like,
0: 1933 sounds it's like forever sounds ago. It just so... <laughs>
1: my, wait, did you say 33? Yeah. That is the exact year my grandma was born.
0: So much has happened since so then. So much
1: has happened <laughs> since then. Yeah. It, yeah. Different worlds.
0: So, she moved... Her life was... Here, I'll get into it. (laughs) She says she was always interested in the occult. Okay. But she started her career as a dancer. Mm. She married twice and had a daughter each marriage. And after her second divorce, she chose to raise her daughters as witches. Okay. Since she views Wiccan as a religion. Okay. She taught, uh, uh, she taught them the religion, art, and science behind Wiccan and made that the focus of her life. So she eventually created the Witches League for Public Awareness.
1: Oh, wow. So they were very religious yes. and involved in their Wiccan community.
0: Yes. So she created this entire awareness or this like, league to combat negative press about witches and okay. Wiccan and stuff like that
1: she was claiming, like, we don't do anything that's like super negative or creepy, right?
0: Like, okay, like you know, like Hollywood movies, it's very pentagrammy, yes, and yeah, upside down, yes, crosses, and, yes,
1: and the sacrifice, and, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, or like leaving totems under beds and stuff. Uh-huh. Like that. Yeah, she was like, it's nothing like that. It's just our own religion. We have our beliefs, yes. and she wanted to combat and fight that. So. She is an author with a handful of published works, and she has also opened several Wiccan-based shops in Salem. Okay. Where she sold, like, crystals and Mm. different artifacts, stuff like that. She's now retired, but she is still an American high priestess of witchcraft. Okay. And what interested me more about her story is that Police have gone to her for help more than just that one time. Mm. And usually we see mediums and or psychics going to the police to give their two cents. Yeah. But the police went to Lori for help.
1: Like she had a very respectable position.
0: Right. Okay. It's just interesting because like psychics and mediums are frowned upon a lot of the Mm times especially in police work it's like that's not real yeah yeah and so psychics are always trying to like but i have the answer for you yeah
1: and all the shows that makes it seem like that right Mm -hmm. but
0: i love that Lori was just like they'll come to me yeah
1: i'm that good (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so with that let's get into the history of mediums
1: Mm.
0: so do you know much about mediums
1: I don't. I went on a voodoo tour Ooh. in New Orleans last Love year and that. learned a lot about voodoo, but in like voodoo dolls and that yeah. kind of history and how it's been perceived negatively yeah. when like the actual intention was like very. Um, positive right so i know like a lot about like that realm but i'm not a lot about like the idea of, like mediums other than like what is portrayed on tv
0: or movies like the long island medium yes <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah so give it to his Blake. fair okay all about mediums
0: mediums or mediumship is the practice of mediating communication between the dead and the living mm-hmm. there are different types of channeling this practice such as seance tables and ouija boards Among other things. Yeah. The act of raising the dead, or at least the attempt to, has been around since the people have been dying.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: However, specifically, mediumship didn't become overly popular until the 19th century in the U.S. and U.K. after the spiritualism craze.
1: Okay. Okay. To like so. Nightmare Alley if you've seen that guy. I gotta
0: haven't. Do you like it?
1: I really liked it. You have to be in the mood for it. Right. But he's basically claims to be a medium when he's like gotcha. not acknowledged it at all. Right. But you should watch it. It's really good.
0: I love that kind of stuff. So. It is really ah. good. It's okay. really good. It's on my list. It's on HBO, I think, so I need to watch is. it. it. Is. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's next? So modern spiritualism the religion mm-hmm. is said to come from the Fox sisters in 1848. Okay. All three were successful mediums for a while mm-hmm. until one of the sisters claimed it was all a hoax. And even though she recanted saying that. Yeah. Uh, the damage was done. Okay. And they died five years later in poverty.
1: Ooh.
0: Which is really upsetting because they were, like, successful. Like, people went to them all the time. These oh. three women. These three why would sisters, you say they're
1: a hoax then?
0: They never said exactly why she did. I don't know if it was that she was feeling guilty about it or if it was a hoax, or if they got into an argument about something.
1: Yeah. And she wanted to just take the whole ship down. Right. Or maybe she didn't actually have a gift, but her sisters did, so she said, I'm taking us all down if I'm right. going down.
0: <laughs> it could be a number of things. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that, like, they weren't able to bounce back.
1: Yeah, that's sad.
0: Some of the huge names in the medium game were Paschal Beverly Randolph. Okay. And Emma Hardinge, Britain. Okay. They were highly celebrated lecturers and authors. Okay. And many scientists at that time were fascinated with spiritualism. I mean, like everyone was kind of fascinated with it's spiritualism very at that fascinating, time. People love that sure. kind of stuff. But by the nineteen thirties, there were around one quarter of a million participating spiritualists. Whoa. In UK alone. Wow. So it was huge.
1: So to be like a spiritualist, like, do you have to claim power, like some kind of like ability or just like follow it or are fascinated by it?
0: Excellent question. Thank you. So there are many different kinds of mediumship. Okay. We're going to get into those. So there is mental mediumship Mm -hmm. and this is what Lori says she is. Uh, It's where the medium hears, sees, and feels messages from the spirit Hmm. And I'd say this is the most popular form. Okay. Maybe, like, maybe the medium, like, touches clothing or, like, hears about the person's life and name. And they mentally see something okay. or mentally see them. Yeah. From whatever experience they had. Then there's trance. And this is when the spirit takes over the body of the yes. medium.
1: Yes, Okay. To give
0: the message themselves. Like
1: in Ghost.
0: Yes. <laughs> Uh, some people don't remember what was said, so like the medium wouldn't remember what the spirit has said through yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. So they work.
1: They're in the sunken place. Well, this is
0: happening. Right. Like
1: all my references. <laughs> I love
0: movies. No, exactly. So like because they can't remember, this is when they would work with an assistant. Okay. To like take notes, like *Insidious*. Interesting. Have you seen? No. <laughs> Are you a horror movie person?
1: Like, like a, a light horror movie person. Okay, yeah, Insidious isn't light. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: But she like goes into trances and then her assistant, he'll, she'll talk and he'll write stuff down or she'll draw as she's in her trance. Oof, that's
1: creepy. Type of thing, yeah. Yeah, I was super into horror movies like in middle school. <laughs> oh, and me and my friend would watch them, but... I kid you not, every time after watching a scary movie, I would wake up at 3 a.m. and then just lie there and just feel (laughs) so scared and then I would end up just like sleeping on my parents' bedroom floor and like picture this as like I'm, you know, not 10, I'm 13. Right. And like my dad Stepped on me once because I was on his bedroom floor. Right. That's valid. And he was getting up and it scared him. And then that scared me. And my parents were like, okay, you, you probably shouldn't watch this We're stuff. done. We're done with you on our
0: floor. Well, after tonight, you'll have to watch a Disney movie or something.
1: Yeah, for sure. Always.
0: <laughs> so mental trance and then there's physical. Mm-hmm. This is described as the manipulation of energy by the spirit. So, this manifests in noises, okay, voices, things seemingly teleporting from one place to another, mm. and or the spirit's body appears. Either the entire spirit, or just parts of their body. Okay. So, like, seeing a ghost or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or items moving by themselves. Things like that. I yeah. think that that's probably the most More common the physical, in movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's direct voice. Okay. So this is similar to trance, but instead of the spirit taking over the medium, the spirit talks themselves. And usually it's through like a device. Ooh. The most, So like a
1: Ouija board kind of thing.
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: Or like an actual like auditory.
0: Talk, auditory okay. voice, yeah. So this is most common in a spirit trumpet that's what it's called what but it's like a a, a device that will pick up spirits well, talking
1: didn't you play trumpet i nice. play trombone <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> how dare you no how offensive way cooler
0: <laughs> uh spirit trumpet yeah <laughs> i'll play the spirit trumpet let's see yeah. if there's spirits in this place definitely right not now. there
1: for sure are but like it's like 120 <laughs> years old Someone so definitely like, died so let's, here. Lo- let's yeah. not yeah let's not <laughs>
0: uh there's channeling mm-hmm. this uses a conduit where someone can communicate through an object person or location okay so for example there's a in japan there's a public shrine that functions as a conduit for a specific type of spirit called kami in the shin to region or religion okay so this shrine in japan is like a gateway for these spirits to come in and out
1: and people hear things right okay
0: or see things or feel things yeah yeah yeah. so it doesn't have to be a shrine it could be a person yes that is this it's drawing conduit right okay So, those are the main types. Okay. So, to get to your question earlier, you'd have to have like one of these things.
1: Okay. One of these skills.
0: Right. Yeah. To be be considered a medium. medium. Okay. Right. Um, Obviously, a lot of them probably lied about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's really good acting. Yeah. To get away with it. If you're yes. really good, it's really good I mean, acting.
1: very but... good at observation.
0: Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. No. Because it's a lot of dedication. It would
1: be a lot of dedication. To
0: sit there and pretend like you're in a trance. Yeah. I don't want to call mediums not real because I do think that there are certain people who have qualities that other people don't.
1: But the ones who are faking it. Right. Yeah.
0: To fake it, you have to go so hard. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah you're committing to that role absolutely fully committing <laughs>
0: character acting at you its finest you need to
1: watch nightmare alley now that we're talking about okay this the moment
0: i watch i'm gonna text you please do <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> okay so there's like i was saying there's many cases of fraud especially mm-hmm. at the height of spiritualism mm-hmm. i'd again never say mediums don't exist i've never experienced mediumship, shit mm-hmm. but That doesn't mean there aren't people who have the ability to talk to the dead. Mm -hmm. It's literally the premise of Sixth Sense. It's true. So it's got to be real.
1: It's got to be real (laughs) because there's movies about
0: it. (laughs) And with anything popular, people try to scam and make money. Yeah. It's just one of those things. So that spurred people to try and prove that mediumships weren't real.
1: Okay. Because there were scammers out there. Right. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So a lot of magicians back in the day outed mediums as using their tricks for seances. Oh. And there are even people today who are offering money to be proven wrong by a medium. So it's still a thing today. People are what? like I will give you a million dollars to prove me wrong type of deal. Okay. And I, it's hard because I can't remember the exact person who's offering the money but he's like I will give you a ton of money if you can tell me these certain things yeah
1: that no one would know in a controlled setting
0: absolutely but it's kind of hard because it's like again most like all mediums are different yeah and the way they process things are different so to say you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this Mm -hmm. it's like of course medium's not gonna be like yeah i'm gonna go do that or like prove you wrong it's like I don't know. It's just like people need to be more open sometimes.
1: Well, and if you're the kind of person who is going to pay a lot of money for a medium to prove you wrong, it's like, what are you, what's your actual goal there? Right. Like, do you want to be proven wrong or are you angry at yourself for believing in this thing when it's like you might as well accept it if you believe in that?
0: Right. We got it. Let's get him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look him up. <laughs> We've got questions. But yeah, we'll do a therapy session. With him. <laughs> So, there has to be some credibility to mediums, since law enforcement does use them from time to time. That's pretty crazy. I did not know that. Many police departments claim they don't find mediums useful. Okay. Most of them are not medium fans. But in Salem, they're (laughs) all about (laughs) that-ish. But there are mediums who have helped on more than one case, like Lori Cabot. So... Most psychics contact law enforcement, like I was saying, when Mm -hmm. there's a missing person, giving their two cents about where the person could be or if they were still alive. And there have been high-level cases where mediums have gotten it completely wrong. Yeah. And high-level cases where the body wouldn't have been found without the help of a medium. Mm. So I don't think asking a medium for their two cents hurts an investigation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If anything, it either helps or doesn't really lead to anything. Right. It's just like... And when you really have no idea what to do, exactly. you're desperately just grasping for straws.
0: Right. If it helps, it helps. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't, you take it with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. It's like, there for it's a piece of the puzzle if it mm-hmm. helps, you know?
1: I feel like in Monk, they like, at one point use a medium. I'm sure, yeah. In my mind,
0: that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the, different, the disappearance of Andre Daigle was solved when a medium told the police where to find their body. Okay. The murders of Amy Hoffman and Deidre O'Brien were solved with the help of psychic Nancy Weber. She also helped the police solve the murder of Elizabeth Cornish. Noreen Reiner was brought in by the victim's family. Uh, Noreen's a medium. And she was brought in by the victim's family. And they helped solidify the three suspects of the murder. Okay. And like... There's a million examples that I could keep going. Yeah,
1: where it has been helpful.
0: Right. I just wanted to make it clear that, like, believe in mediums or not. Like, if you believe in mediums or not, they have helped cases in the past. Yes.
1: Yes. And it might just not be... The police don't really, you know, bring
0: that up. Right. Exactly. Especially on TV shows. It's like, we hate mediums. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of our faces. (laughs) Uh, But there have been, like, a handful of times where they have helped. That's really interesting. And, like, Lori, even though... She didn't say much. She wasn't wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, she was very vague. Yeah, she was a little vague.
1: <laughs> I could have pretended to be medium in that situation and said <laughs> the
0: same thing. But, you know, you never know. If they didn't go to her and she didn't say that Martha was in the water... Yeah. And they just stopped looking in the water. That's true. Maybe they, she would have never been found. Yeah,
1: well, it's the lobster guys who found her. So, <laughs> so really the police were not that helpful in this entire investigation.
0: You're right, you're right. It's all the lobster men. It's they the did lobster the, men. And the dentist. And the dentist. That's, That's
1: right. That's right. And the, and the dogs.
0: And Rosemary, Rosemary, who was like, hey, he went sailing with the lobster yeah. face. Yeah, yes.
1: But I thought the sister would have a much larger role in this yeah, Murder. she just kind
0: of showed up and helped search for. I was
1: disappointed because I liked her name. I forgot her name already. Mariel. Mariel. <laughs> I like the name Mariel. It's like in recess.
0: Oh my God, you yeah. Remember recess? love recess. Okay,
1: remember the principal? Yes. Or I think she was. No, she wasn't the principal. She was the assistant principal. The like old cratchy. Yeah, lady.
0: maybe she was a dean.
1: Well, whatever she was, she was
0: not principal. It was Pris- Principal Prickly. Yeah, with Principal the mustache. Prickly,
1: and like you could, you knew that her and Principal Prickly yes. had a thing going for Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> but her name was Mariel.
0: <laughs> the TV show. I tried rewatching the TV show recently, and it's just like it's it's fine. Okay, but the movie.
1: Oh. Uh, are you talking about recess? Schools out. Yes. Oh wow. The staple of our
0: generation that movie still goes so hard it's, I love that movie.
1: I got it for Valentine's Day this is amazing because it's like literally Valentine's Day right now basically in a couple hours and I got it for Valentine's Day when I was like 10 on VHS oh. and it was honestly like a very memorable gift because I would watch recess with my dad my my sister and my dad and I would watch it every Saturday love very that pleased. Mariel <laughs> anyway back to Mariel <laughs>
0: No, Bethany, do you have any paranormal experiences?
1: I, not unfortunately, probably fortunately, (laughs) I I don't, but I have had lots of friends talk about some, like, weird, creepy things where, like, one of my friends was telling me that her stepdad, who to this day does, like, not, he doesn't like to talk about this because it's, like, very creepy... Their house was haunted when he was growing up. And him and his twin would be laying in bed in the middle of the night. And, like, a shadowed figure would come in and turn everything upside down.
0: What? No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, literally just flip everything over upside down. And him and he would just lay there paralyzed with fear.
0: I, yeah. Which
1: is absolutely terrifying. And him and his brother were like you know in the same room they were twins they would get up and they would flip everything right side up and not talk about it
0: oh no and it wasn't until they
1: were like adults where they were able to even say to the other person like hey do you remember when that would happen that was messed up
0: you always have to talk about it oh they they did as
1: kids they were too scared to even talk about it
0: it I mean, that's happening. fair. I
1: mean, you're ter- You don't know what to do in that situation. But even like, I mean, this man is in his 60s now and he doesn't yeah. like to talk about
0: it. I just think like so many, like, I've heard so many ghost stories uh-huh. where so much craziness happens yeah. and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And then years later, they're like, so. This thing happened to me. And they're like, that happened to me too. Yeah, And it's uh. like, if only you talked about it in the moment, yep. you would have each other. Like, yeah,
1: you would have someone to hold on to. Yeah. So yeah, no, I've never had any situations, but I've heard a lot of really creepy stories.
0: Flipping everything upside down. Isn't that just, that's that's just gross, creepy, weird? Equally as creepy as a friend of mine, Morgan, who was on an earlier episode, she... If you heard the story, you can skip it, but it's she says it on the other episode, but I can't stop thinking about it. She was staying at her uh, boyfriend's dad's place, okay. and they were out golfing or something, and she just was like, she woke up from a nap, okay. and all of the kitchen cabinets were open.
1: Oh, I hate that visual so right? much.
0: <laughs> it's the same visual to me as like everything being upside down. Yeah. It's like...
1: You're just like, er, something's a little off here. Right. And it's dark and yes. weird. Yeah. It's kind of Blair Witch Project-esque. Oh, my God. Where yeah. it's like nothing really is happening that's like overtly terrifying, but just off enough to know. yes That something's oh my wrong. God. That's
0: so creepy. Do you remember any other stories? That
1: a oh, man. I had, I had a friend just tell me a story um, when we were in galena because she grew up in a haunted house like she claims it was straight up haunted like this old 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 house in michigan um that she would get like she would receive phone calls from within the house yeah like weird stuff or all the doors would lock randomly like She would hear things, and it was, like, a weird thing where nobody talked about how the house was haunted, but the house was clearly haunted. And the basement was, like, your classic, like, old, old basement where there were, like, random hooks on the walls <laughs> and, like, some weird torch stuff, definitely. Right, there's, like, <laughs>
0: holes in the brick. <laughs> yeah, just, like,
1: weird, weird stuff in the basement. Um, so that was, that was, and she was, like, her friend once saw a figure in her basement. She never saw anything, but she had a friend sleep over once, and her friend, th- her friends were, like, daring each other to go to the basement, and one straight-up saw a figure in the basement. And she never came back. Yeah, she and th- <laughs> this, my friend was like, you yeah, know, everyone want just sleep over at my house because it was haunted. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been right there with you, for <laughs> sure.
0: I think I would have. Just for the kicks. But there would have to be, like, five of us.
1: I see. I couldn't. I, like, that kind of stuff, like, really creeped
0: me out. Oh, absolutely. But I would want it to be, like, five people yeah. in a room. And we're not splitting up Scooby-Doo style. Like, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. You together. are together
1: holding hands right. for sure. Yeah.
0: But I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't. Like, I've seen, I've talked about it on this podcast extensively, but... I've seen my fair share of stuff, paranormal stuff, and so I do full-heartedly believe. Yeah. But I've I've never experienced something physical like that. Okay. Where it's, like, obvious. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. What a pleasure. You all can follow Haunted Hometowns on social media for guest info, photos related to each episode, and upcoming news. Please subscribe to the podcast. It honestly helps the show grow so I can keep bringing you crime and ghosts. If you have a paranormal story you'd like me to read on the podcast, email me at hauntedhometownspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. could be anything from watching footprints appear on the snow with no one around to seeing a figure hiding in the shadows as you play the Ouija board your grandma found in the attic. Let me know. And... Bethany, thanks again, absolutely, for joining me. Uh, it's a reminder that next week is the season finale, so make sure you tune in because everyone loves a ghost story. Mm-hmm. The theme song is by Ty Air. Follow him on Instagram at for boys like me. That's F O R boys like me. The artwork is by Pepe Munoz. Follow him on Instagram at p.e.p.e.munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. I got my information from Wikipedia, Salem News, Unsolved Mysteries, TV show called Worst Nightmares, and an article by Lauren Kahn for Reader's Digest.